everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your Twilight Well, I didn't like that one. I wish <laughs> that we had a different version of our theme music to put in for this episode where it's like a really dark it's like, like sad remix yeah sad like, remix <laughs> like something that evokes the image of someone in like a gothic cathedral in a coat with long tails like mournfully playing a piano it's got to be an organ i feel like yeah you're right it needs oh, to be an, an organ, organ for sure <laughs> um can i tell you guys something yeah yeah i didn't read the chapter oh <gasps> I, I cannot believe this is the chapter. Didn't read it. Oh my god! <laughs> is okay, it? Because I told getting, you how bad it was. We're going right in, guys. There's there's no foreplay. There's no intro. We're jumping right in. <laughs> I feel like. Wait, should I recap? No, not yet. No. Okay. <laughs> I feel like. Obviously, we've gone on and on and on about how the only chapter that Melissa and I remember existing is The Tent, which we read last week. It was, like, Uh kind of anticlimactic. I was like, whatever. They're just, like, talking. Whatever. Right. I don't understand why this chapter is not the one that got seared into my brain for forever, which it for Maya, it clearly did. Maya has clearly remembered the existence of this chapter this whole time. No. Every 30 minutes, she's like, guys, remember? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I knew that, that's what this chapter was. Did I block was, it out? And that went did into my out? configuration of that. You know, listen, this this week has been stressful enough. I already know that uh, I needed to protect my mental health. So I didn't read it. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> but it is, I thought, your week to recap. So It is not my week to recap. It's oh, my it's week. My... And I'm <sighs> devastated because I do not know how to do this. And I feel like where my recaps are strongest <laughs> is when I can pull out my silly self. Right. And I don't feel silly self about this. No. I don't feel silly self about this at all. I feel figure in a long coat in a dramatic gothic cathedral mostly <laughs> playing an organ about this. <laughs> But I shall do my level do best. best. Do your best. Chapter 23, Monster. <laughs> the monster, of course, refers to Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> what a hey, stupid man. name. I didn't even clock this Register, chapter yeah. name at all. Chapter 23, <sighs> Monster. So Bella wakes up. It's the morning after the tent. She is sweating. She's still because in the tent. They're, they're still in there um, because Jacob is so warm. She can't maneuver herself out of the sleeping bag. So Edward unzips it really fast. Jacob falls onto the cold ground, recoils back like a cartoon, flops on top of Bella, and Edward doesn't like that. So he like shoves Jacob away and they almost oh get into God. a fight. And There's literal growling. Don't. Yeah, it's whatever. Those are so stupid. Yeah, and so Jacob leaves the tent and is like, I've got stuff to do. <laughs> so from Bella's perspective, Jacob is out of the immediate area. Um, so she and Edward are still in the tent, and they have, like, a really cute conversation about the top ten best and top ten worst nights of their lives. Um, and at one point, 
Edward is like, well, you know, the best night of my life is two nights ago when you agreed to marry me. And Bella hears this agonized howl from outside the tent and realizes that Jacob could hear their entire conversation. Oh, no. She is overwhelmed <laughs> with grief and just like this feeling of devastation over having hurt him because she knows that he shouldn't have found out about this this way. And she's not even angry at Edward for like orchestrating this because he knew that Jacob could overhear. Um, and Edward should also know that Jacob shouldn't have learned the news that way. But she's not mad at Edward. She's mad at herself. She is so guilty that she believes that she doesn't deserve either of them. She's oh like, God. if they both died today, that's what I would deserve. Oh I don't deserve God. them. It's really fucking dire. And Edward is surprised that she feels this strongly about it and is like, do you want to talk to Jacob? And she's like, yes. And he's like, okay, I'll go get him. And while Edward is doing that, Bella, like the resolve enters her heart and she's like, all I do is hurt Jacob. All I do is not give him what he wants from me. So when he comes back, I need to tell him that he and I are done for good and that he needs to let me go because if he doesn't, I'm just gonna keep hurting him. And it doesn't matter like how harsh I need to be, I gotta do what I gotta do to protect him in the future. So Jacob comes back. There's like a logic to it. Jacob comes back and Bella attempts to do this, but Jacob is like, well, what if I like don't want to be apart from you? And she's like, do you want to do you want to stay here and not go to the fight? And he's like, no, I definitely want to go to the fight. Um, but like maybe there's something you could do to make it so that I don't go to the fight. And she's like, what? And he's like, ask me to kiss you. And she's like, no. And he's like, well, you know what? The fight's about to start. I need to go down there. And if you aren't ever going to feel about me the way I feel about you, like, maybe I should be the one to make this easier for both of us. Because you're right. I haven't made this easy on you. I haven't. And so I'll just take myself out of the equation. Dope. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, it's a fight. I'll just fucking die. And she's like, what? Jacob, no. And of course, Bella will do anything to prevent Jacob from getting himself killed in this fight. And so she says, please, Jacob, will you kiss me? And he's like, do you mean it? And she's like, hell yeah, I do. Please, I'll do anything. Um, He starts kissing her. And at first, she is so deeply uncomfortable. She's like, stock still. Um, She's kissing him back, but she like is confused that she doesn't hate it but also she kind of does hate it she's feeling a lot of things at the same time and at one point jacob crosses a line i forget exactly what he does he's just like too rough with her or something and she tries to push oh he says something like like come on like convince me that you actually want me to stay and she's mad so she tries to push him off of her and away and he mistakes that for passion so he kisses her more passionately and his like joy and excitement in that moment breaks through bella's defenses and she realizes that she does want to kiss him 
and that she does love him. (gasps) So then she starts kissing him for real, and she's overwhelmed with this feeling of hate for herself because she knows that she's hurting Jacob because she's not going to end up with Jacob, hurting Edward because Edward's going to know that she kissed Jacob and liked it, hurting herself because she's in love with Jacob but not going to pick him. She has this vision of what her life could be if she did stay with Jacob and these two like dark-haired kids running into the forest. And then it ends and he's like, I love you. And she's like, yeah, I, I love you. Um, and then he, like, cheerfully leaves to go join the fight because all that, and he's still not staying to not be in the he's fight. So dense. And he says, that should have been our first kiss, better late than never. And Bella is just crying. And that's the end of the chapter. <gasps> oh, my God. And I'm sorry that that was a really long recap. That was a 10 out of 10. I, I, yeah, Thank I give you. you a 10 out of 10 because I truly did not need to read it. And I really appreciate you doing that for me. That was a great blow by blow. Thank you. As I was reading it, knowing that I was going to be doing the recap, I was like, the most important thing, I think, for the recap is to chart Bella's emotional journey here. It's true. 100%. Because otherwise, the action makes literally no sense. Well, here's the thing. Her emotional journey also makes very little sense. (laughs) It also doesn't make sense. you have to indicate to the listeners exactly what it is so that we can react. So you can follow what it should be whether or not okay i maybe this isn't the the direction that we want to take a conversation but my immediate thought upon hearing the recap of the chapter is ultimately what did stephanie want her readers to like feel about these characters great start there (sighs) because i can only see myself feeling one way (laughs) and that is disgust (laughs) But I can't imagine that that is Stephanie's goal No. I think it's supposed to be, like... Like, does she think this is romantic? I mean, maybe it's not that fun, but Jake was right all along, and they have an inexplicable pull between them, and Bella just can't do anything about the fact that she does like kissing Jacob, and it's so tragic that now their love triangle is like an actual difficult choice. I think that Stephanie means for this chapter to be this like huge moment of catharsis where everything clicks into place and makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Because Bella does have that experience where she's like, now I understand why every time I've tried to stay away from Jacob, I end up forgiving him and why because I can't. obviously the only answer to that question is romantic love. Right. It yeah. can't just be just that she's very good friends with him. And yeah. so, of course, when he started to go toxic, she just wanted his old friendship. Can't be yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So Stephanie's Stephanie, definitely it must be toxic ass shit. Oh, yeah. Um, so deep like we this we can go into that later <laughs> okay okay <laughs> it's like there are dual mysteries she's like in this chapter and the next chapter all the mysteries in the book are being solved you find out who's behind the vampire army in the next chapter like for sure <laughs> and you find out why bella and jacob have had this why we had to endure this why whole plot had to, had to <laughs> yeah. deal with this whole book Right. Yeah. 
That's but, like what she's going for. Okay, we have we have to. I still have so much to say, but I feel like yeah. we got to start right from the beginning. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah they're so in first. The tent. There's this like dumb little scuffle over her, where like even Edward, who's been so good this whole time, up until this like, very chapter, you accidentally fell on my girlfriend. Fuck you! I'm gonna chuck you across a tent. <laughs> I like, think that okay. the of watching them cuddle really frayed his patience. Uh, yeah, okay, sure. Because <laughs> he was so good two pages ago. <laughs> Do you remember if you, like, enjoyed the squabbling over her when you read it originally? I because I don't have a memory of it. Like, I understand the mindset of, like, oh, they're fighting over her, and that's, like, flattering. Right. Yeah, I definitely think I probably had... I mean, Eclipse was a point where I was already very Mm. disillusioned with Mm -hmm. Twilight by the time Eclipse came out. But, like, I'm envisioning Twilight aged me. And Twilight aged me, I think, would have been into it. Right. (laughs) Because it's a very performatively, like... So performative and dramatic. We are both so into you. That we can't help. That we can't help our angry outbursts and Our masculine testosterone filled yeah. filled fights over you yeah and i'm sure you know middle school me was like omg <laughs> i don't know how i actually felt about them fighting over her but i definitely remember that i enjoyed the conversation afterwards about like the best nights of their lives mm-hmm. and the worst nights of their lives mm-hmm. because that really harkens back to the scenes in Twilight where they're just, yeah. like, hanging out in her bedroom. Talking right. about how much they like each other. Yeah, and just, like, <laughs> being open and, like, a little angsty, but it's romantic. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, like, that energy. So I definitely enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I want the whole time. I want ups and downs, but I don't want okay, sure. Jacob sure. doing his thing. <laughs> I, I really feel like I... Um, made everything make make sense to myself when I realized that I just want Jacob to be a good love interest. Yep. If Jacob was a compelling love interest who didn't just, like, do the opposite of what Bella wants, this whole yep. book, then, like, yeah, then I'd be into them fighting over her. <laughs> totally. Like, if you have two great guys who are really into you who weren't, like, constantly... And, like, if they were both doing the Edward thing of, like, trying what to Bella out, want? like high road each other right <laughs> that would be fun Ooh, i to love watch. an out high road <laughs> <laughs> but like instead we just like watch jacob be a little dick about literally everything that ever happens and it's like super <laughs> obvious that bella's not into it and it right. would be so easy to make jacob a compelling oh love interest yeah, yeah, he's so he out that way mm-hmm. And he can give her things that Edward can't, right. like it's this true. life with, like, two children. And yeah. she talks about, like, imagining Charlie and Renee yeah. visiting in La Push. And yeah. he can really see this life. Right. She's, there's this beautiful line that maybe I should save it for my best, but I'll just say it, where she's like, I could, like, imagine years passing and they would mean something. Yeah. And it's like, mm, yeah. Damn. Imagine Maybe, like, it. consider what you're sacrificing to be a yeah. 
Well, yeah. Also, this would have been a great point, yeah, to to think more about the things that you don't necessarily want with Edward, and then weighing whether the things that you <clears throat> don't want with Edward are worthy of choosing someone else. I would yep. love to see that. Yep, 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 yep. Bella does. She like skims the surface of that. She gives you like ode oh, that, where <laughs> she like imagines this life, but she never imagines herself actually choosing it. Mm-hmm. Right she the entire time she's imagining it it's like tinged with this grief because she knows that's not what she's going to pick yeah that's true that's true that's true she she knows the entire time that's always going to be edward once again bella's already decided so anything jacob does at this point any feelings that she realizes she has (laughs) are moot aren't that compelling true yeah so like he continues he would know yeah he would fucking that she's decided so it doesn't matter if she loves him or not i know yeah, so he's, like, a dick on his way out also. He's, like, oh, she's, like, oh, my God, wait, you're, like, actually leaving. Like, be careful. And he just goes, give it a rest, Bella. And it's, like, Ugh. she can be not in love with you and not want you to fucking die and want to say right. goodbye to you when asshole. you're about to go maybe die. So yeah, he's give just, like, being a total stop. asshole. Um, Edward gets them into this conversation, like, a little bit on purpose, because he knows that Jacob can still hear them, but Jacob is the one eavesdropping. Yeah, and Jacob said he, was he doesn't go have do to listen, stuff, so he doesn't have to listen. Um, they talk about this because Jacob is like, "Well, it was one of the best nights of my life," and Edward was like, <laughs> "Well, maybe it was one of the worst nights of my life, but if I swap with you, it wouldn't be one of the best nights of my life." <laughs> and it's such a good burn, and Jacob <laughs> is so pissed. It's a great burn. <laughs> Go, Edward. Oh, and while she was sleeping, obviously she was uh, talking in her sleep because that's a thing that Bella does, and she did say, "Jacob, my Jacob," which obviously Jacob really got off on. But she explains that it's like, oh, that's what I call the old Jacob who doesn't exist in my head. Which the does kind Jacob. of help. Yeah, which does help <laughs> Edward feel slightly better about it. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this new one's a jerk, yeah. They <laughs> uh, say some sappy stuff. All of their nights are like the same nights. Like their best night is when they were reunited in Italy, and oh, the worst yeah. is any night where they were apart. <laughs> and then Edward is like, "Well, my first place is two nights ago when you finally agreed to marry me." And then she makes a face at him, which I think is really <laughs> fucking rude. <Yeah>. Classic. <laughs> uh, and you know, oh, okay. So he says that. And then she's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's not why it's a good night for me. You already had me forever. And then they blah, blah, blah along more. <laughs> and then like four paragraphs later, there's a giant howl what? on the wind. It's... So it actually doesn't make that much sense to me. It's Dude, is that how long only... it takes for the sound to travel to <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> the only way it really makes sense is if Jacob has been trying to stay quiet and right, keep it together. Right. Yeah. And it's in and that moment where, like, he just can't. That's true. Because I definitely thought to myself, like, okay, sure, he's in pain, but I find it a little bit, like, impolite that he does, that he does this. Like, if you find out... That this girl that you know for a fact who's told you to your face doesn't <laughs> to your want face. to be with you and has already decided to spend 
literal eternity, literal eternity. with somebody else. <laughs> And She's then you find out they're getting married, like whatever, who whatever. gives a fuck, A. <laughs> B, remove yourself before you cry. Yeah, he does not. He does not. <laughs> Truly, I feel like middle school me in this scenario could have imagined a much more dramatic way for this to go down to, where, you know, you just pretend that you didn't hear that. And then try to like kind of bring it up in scenarios where you know that they that would like make them feel uncomfortable back in that face. they haven't told you yet, Ooh, but you yes. know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's real misopportunity. Yeah, he could Jacob. be like, well, like you never want to get married, right? I thought you didn't want to. Get, I right. thought you Don't never you wanted hate to the get idea married. Of marriage? I thought you hated marriage as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just really dig them in, you know. Ugh. I guess okay, not that then... I should advocate for Jacob becoming a worse person, but whatever. No. <laughs> Bella is In for like a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> deeply sad and deeply guilty. Which is which like, I... <sighs> you already, you decided to marry him. Back to my original point, you already decided already to decided. pick him like two books ago. You're already turning into a vampire. You're already in. Jacob already a- knows that. A hundred percent. Jacob already knows that. You've so, like, the amount of self-flagellation times. about not telling him that they're getting married is, like, a lot. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense why she's mad <laughs> at herself. Because she's upset not just that this news hurts Jacob, but that it's delivered in a way to cause, like, maximum pain. And, like, that's fair. But that's not her choice. She didn't right. know he was listening. True. Right. She didn't do it on purpose. And I think, like, the amount of guilt that she might feel about how he found out that she is getting married is, like, not proportional. And, right. like, to be fair, like, I'm sure it's, like, it is, it, it's just, like, maybe the bro, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like, she's very upset that she's hurting him all the time for all right. of the reasons. And this, like, hearing him be upset about this thing whatever that thing is, it's hurtful to her that he's hurt. So, like, maybe, you know, it's, like, less about what the fact is. And it just kind of all boils over right now. Or I kind of see it almost like it's more about what the fact is, where she's like, yes, I didn't mean to hurt him, but I did do it. I Right. This is, like, maybe off topic, so tell me if you don't see the connection, But I read this fascinating but very depressing article about people who had accidentally killed other people and, like, how you deal with, like, that kind of guilt. Mm. And there was a woman who had hit someone with her car and killed him. And everyone always tells her, like, it was an accident or you didn't mean to or, like, there's nothing you can do. And her response is always, like, why do people not understand I hit him? Like, sure, it was an accident, or sure, I didn't mean to, but the fact of the matter is still that I've killed someone. Like, right. there is no making this better. Right. Um, and yeah, so make- like, Bella... Bella's like, okay, but I have hurt him. him. Right. And, like, she knows that it's a no-win situation. Like, she's chosen Edward, and that's what she wants, and there's nothing that she can do about that and it's still painful that this is the situation i do think that generally comes across in this chapter like she's just really sad that she made jacob sad which is totally relatable 
And it's yeah. true that, like, it doesn't yeah. matter that maybe she has no way around that and maybe it's not her fault. And I wish that she didn't, like, blame herself in such a particular, specific, right. blamey kind of way. <laughs> but, like, being sad about it makes perfect sense. Right, I mean, because ultimately, Jacob being sad is is on Jacob because he knew about this multiple times ahead of time. He knows that she's becoming a vampire. Like, her getting married should not really be this upsetting to him in this scenario. Like, him him feeling sad is on him, ultimately, for this, partic- for this particular quote-unquote offense. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, uh, right, so then... Edward, she, like, really breaks down. And Edward is, you know, nice Edward. And is like, if what you want is to talk to him, I will go get him. And she's like, yes, that's what I want. So he leaves. And she's, like, in the depths of her, like, peak standing on a cliffside thinking. In the depths of her peak. Oh, you know one thing I didn't say? (laughs) You didn't say that Edward wasn't there when they made out. I didn't say that, but one thing I didn't say is that part of Bella's emotional journey and her thought process is when she realizes that she needs to say goodbye to Jacob for good, she simultaneously, like, makes this decision to never hurt Edward like this again. Yeah, because right. Because she knows this is really painful for Edward, and she's like, right. he mm-hmm. is never going to see me cry over Jacob again. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be the last time that I hurt him like this. Mm-hmm. And that's important because it comes into play later. I think that the most, the like least logical piece of this for me maybe is that something that she does blame herself for is like being selfish and wanting to be friends with Jacob. So she says, why was this so hard, so very much more difficult than saying goodbye to my other friends, to Angela, to Mike? Why did that hurt? It wasn't right. That shouldn't be able to hurt me. I had what I wanted. I couldn't have them both because Jacob could not just be my friend. It was time to give up wishing for that. How ridiculously greedy could any one person be? That is Jacob's fault. That's it's Jacob's, Jacob's fault. choice that they can't be friends. Right. Jacob is the one who has created this ultimatum that either you can be in love with me or I never want to see you again. And it's not greedy to want to be friends with someone who's in love with you. They can also choose that they can't handle that, but it's not her fault that they can't be friends. And it's Jacob's fault that he presents it that way because he could say, it's okay if you don't want to be in love with me, but it's too painful for me. Right. To so be I will, friend, and so, so I can I'm going to step myself. away yeah. instead of this like punishment. Yeah. Ugh. It's never your fault for not feeling the things that someone Somebody wants else. you to feel. Right, exactly. And she like really tortures herself hmm. over I also, the way that she hurts others. I also saw this as a little bit of a moment where it's like, Bella does not understand friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know she's right. a terrible friend. Like, yeah, it hurts to leave Jacob because you're good friends. Like, you friend. processed <laughs> trauma with him. You know, <laughs> like, he was there for you in your, like, one and only depressive episode. Of course, you're very close friends. The answer that the book provides is that it hurts to say goodbye to Jacob because she's actually in love with right. him. Right, right. But, Which, like, it, it doesn't mean... 
to it doesn't be need to be that. that. He's <laughs> never been that funny. close with Mike. She's always hated Mike. Yeah. <laughs> At no point in these books was she like, wow, Mike. I love Mike. Mike's a great guy. He's the, great. I wish I could spend more time with Mike. she feels about Mike is that he is convenient to her. <laughs> and right. she doesn't want him to die. Right. The problem with is that the book does essentially uphold the idea that you're either, you know, yes. totally platonic right. or you're in love. And if you think you're not one of them, that means you're wrong about your own feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's incorrect. It's wrong. And I think it's also like the idea that you can't be really good friends with the gender that you're attracted to, which in this case is the opposite gender. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she like angsts. Yeah, she... she does a lot of, like, walking back and forth, and there's uh-huh. this really funny moment where Seth is there, because he's, like, the connection to the pack, um, and she has, like, questions, like, when is Jacob coming back with Edward, or, like, is the fight starting now, and she just gets angrier and angrier that Seth, like, can't answer them, because he's a wolf? <laughs> like, can't he, like, scratch an answer in the dirt or something? And it's... I was like, Bella? <laughs> Like, you need to, like, get it together. <laughs> I know you're stressed, but, like, get it together. <laughs> no, he can't scratch a message in the dirt. <laughs> so she's freaking out. Uh, Jacob and Edward finally come back. And Edward reads this moment as way more intense than I would have. <laughs> Because he's like, look, I'm going to go, like, away, a little bit away with Seth to, like, leave you guys alone. Because I know you don't want an audience, no matter which way you decide to go. I know. Edward Why does he like, say that? He might also says, just, like, pick Jacob right now. Well, he also says there's a bit of a complication. Yeah, that's... And then like, he, and then he really the does, like, make it sound like he doesn't know which way this is going to go. Like, okay, so are we talking about the relationship and the fight? Yeah, know. so there's a complication related to the fight. Okay. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to Seth. Because right before that, he says, the timing is going to be very close. Please oh, have right. Sam ask you're Alice right. to try try to nail down the schedule right, better. Right, right. Um, and so then he's like, all right, Seth and I are going to work on whatever happening with the fight. And, like, if you decide to pick Jacob I respect that yeah it's only like, at what? the very end did the pain oh break into his voice like he's right he, he he thinks you know what even Edward has his uh self-doubts you know has his moments <laughs> and she I says oh, I had to never hurt him again that would be my mission in life never again would I be the reason for this look to come into his eyes she kisses him goodbye and Jacob she says hurry back, dick. so she's like, I'm picking you, by the way. <laughs> like, don't worry. <sighs> okay. She apologizes to Jacob, obviously, because she's Bella. He's like, that's not a very good apology. Fuck you. That's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should, should we read this? Like, I don't really understand how Ugh. they get to. It's so painful, but we can read it. I, like, can't even do, like, a joke voice. That's not much of an apology. Tell me how to do it right. What if I don't want you to go away? What if I'd rather you stayed, selfish or not? 
don't I get any say if you're trying to make things up for me? You try to make decisions for Bella all the time without her getting any say, but whatever. That won't help anything, Jake. It was wrong to stay with you when we wanted such different things. It's not going to get better. I'll just keep hurting you. I don't want to hurt you anymore. I hate it. My voice broke. Stop. You don't have to say anything else. I understand. Then he has a moment, like looking at the ground. I wanted to tell him how much I would miss him, but I bit my tongue. That would not help anything either. He stood quietly for a moment, staring at the ground, and I fought against the urge to go and put my arms around him to comfort him. And then his head snapped up. Well, you're not the only one capable of self-sacrifice. Two can play at that game. Fuck you. Fuck you. I've behaved pretty badly myself. I've made this much harder for you than I needed to. I could have given up with good grace in the beginning, but I hurt you too. He says this. So he knows what he's doing. But he doesn't mean this as a genuine apology. No. He says the correct thing. Right. But it's just part of a larger manipulation to continue that very behavior that he is fake apologizing for. It shows that he totally understood what he was doing this whole time. And then he says, there's a pretty serious fight brewing down there. It won't be that difficult to take myself out of the picture. Like, oh my god. She obviously freaks out. Like, she starts she... begging for yeah, him to Yeah, which, like, fair. Like, yeah, which he knows she will do. Right. This is, like, the most manipulative thing that humans do to each other, I think. She says, Jacob, like, I'm not going to let you do this. How will you stop me? He taunted right he's just like do you he's do you think he means her. this or do you think it's completely manipulative i think, I think that this is a complete manipulation because this is a spoiler but in the next chapter when bella tells edward what happened or like he like reads somebody's mind he's like oh well i wish you like hadn't asked him to kiss you but like i don't blame you she's like what do you mean and he's like he lied to you. He had no intention of fucking killing himself down there. Yeah, like of course he, not. Do you really think he's, like, that noble? And she's like, no. I thought he could be. And he's like, mm, honey, oh, no. Bella. Sorry, you are just a really bad liar. So you don't realize when other people are lying because they're good. Okay. He didn't mean it. So, yeah, this is a full manipulation. I agree. So, listeners, Bella's like, Jacob, I've changed my mind. We'll work something out. There's always a compromise. Because oh, right. she's like, don't, don't you leave. Just don't go. And he is like, what? So that I can, like, stay and, like, be the best man at your wedding? And she doesn't say, well, no, not that. I won't marry <laughs> Edward. And so he's like, yeah, that's what I thought. I love you, Bella, he murmured. I love you, Jacob, I whispered brokenly. I know that better than you do. Fuck off. He turned to walk away. Anything, I called after him in a strangled voice. Anything you want, Jacob, just don't do this. I don't really think you mean that. Stay. No, I'm going. But I could leave it to fate. What do you mean? I don't have to do anything deliberate. I could just do my best for my pack and let what happens, happens. If you could convince me you really did want me to come back more than you wanted to do the selfless thing. How? 
You could ask me. Come back. That's not what I'm talking about. It took me a second to grasp what he was saying, and all the while he was looking at me with this superior expression. So sure of my reaction. As soon as the realization hit, though, I blurted out the words without stopping to count the cost. Will you kiss me, Jacob? You were bluffing. Kiss me, Jacob. Kiss me and then come back. He (sighs) hesitated in the shadow, warring with himself. Blah, blah, blah. Jacob rocked back on his heels and then lurched forward, closing the distance between us in three long strides. I, do I, am I not a close enough reader? Like, how did she even figure out that that's what Yeah, I know. I was like, I did not infer that he's talking about kissing. I got it because they had that conversation specifically where Jacob was like, well, what if she asked me to kiss her? Then could I kiss her? And Edward was like, yeah, if she asked... And then when he was bringing her up yeah. the mountain, he was like, well, remember, if you, you could ever want to try. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess so. And his point is like, well, if you just kissed me, maybe you would change your mind. And then, I guess God fucking, fucking damn it, he's fucking right. <laughs> I so infuriating. This... hate him <sighs> so oh, much oh my in God. this moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. this idea, like, look. Maybe I'll go take myself out. Maybe I won't. Just depends on you can if you can convince. Fuck you. Right. Yeah, I fuck know. You. Yeah. I. So the first time they kissed was physical manipulation and force, and this time is emotional manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like this also is not a consensual kiss going into it. She does not want to kiss him. He's manipulating her by threatening suicide. Yep. If she doesn't do it. And And then then he's really gross about it, even once they're kissing. And the language around it is really hard to read, but I will pull out some key excerpts. Um, I knew he would take advantage of the situation. His lips found mine with an eagerness that was not far from violence. I could feel... His anger as his mouth discovered my passive resistance. One hand the nape of my neck, twisting into a fist around the roots of my hair. His lips, disconcertingly soft and warm, tried to force a response out of mine. Like, all the language is... There's a whole page of this, by the way. ...constriction and burning and yanking and, like, desperation being held tightly. It was... It's hard to read. I can't read this. It was I didn't. <laughs> Listen and then, to the thing. <laughs> this fucker goes, you can do better than this, Bella. You're overthinking Fuck it. You. Fuck you. Jesus Christ. <sighs> and she and then is pissed. He doubles down. Are you sure you want me to come back? Or did you really want me to die? Anger rocked through me like the whiplash after a heavy punch. That was too much. He wasn't fighting fair. So she's like, you know what? I don't care if you do fucking die. And she tries to, like, get him off of her. But he misunderstands. Does he misunderstand? (sighs) Apparently, according to the text. He was too strong to recognize that my hands trying to yank his hair out by the roots meant to cause him pain. Instead of anger, he imagined passion. 
with a wild gasp go ahead yeah deeply reject this premise Mm -hmm. this is completely so so Mm -hmm. deeply upsets me Mm-hmm. Being strong doesn't mean that you can't interpret someone's actions. Like, nope. just because something doesn't hurt, or first of all, like, pain is still pain. Second of all, you can understand what people, what someone right. is trying to do. It's like, trying to do. It's you like know? it's trying to excuse his ignorance with, like, his physical right. He knows exactly how Bella's going to react to everything that he's done. That's what his manipulation is. So he knows what she's trying to do in this moment also. Yeah. I fully believe that Jacob in this moment does successfully delude himself. Because consistently with Bella, he hears what he wants to hear. Right. Sure. Consistently. But... but this claims that it's like because of his like physical being right you know what i mean like sure mentally maybe he deludes himself here right yeah i just i just like can buy that he's deluding himself sure but i don't get i mean it's just hard to put myself into bella's shoes in this situation because what she says is that like he is so happy about his delusion that she wants him back that his joy and like ecstatic response breaks through her shell and she like realizes how that works feels about him and it's just hard Ugh. if there had been only triumph i might have been able to resist him but the utter defenselessness of his sudden joy cracked my determination disabled it my brain disconnected from my body and i was kissing him back Against all reason, my lips were moving with his in strange, confusing ways they'd never moved before, because I didn't have to be careful with Jacob, and he certainly wasn't being careful with me. Blah, blah, blah. Why wasn't I stopping this? Worse than that, why couldn't I find in myself even the desire to want to stop? What did it mean that I didn't want him to stop? That my hands clung to his shoulders and liked that they were wide and strong? The questions were stupid because I knew the answer. I'd been lying to myself. Jacob was right. He'd been right all along. No, he was no. more than just my friend. No. That's why it was so impossible to tell him goodbye. Because no. I was in love with him, no. too. No. It's because you've been manipulated, girlfriend. It's because he was your friend. It's like that TikTok sound that's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. No. Oh, no. 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 This, like, okay, this whole, oh. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like, if Jacob has been so shitty this whole time, this, like, redeems him through her feelings right, for him based right, on nothing instead of his apologies everything. or actions. I don't know that I think it redeems him because he was right. Because... Does Stephanie think even, that, though? I think Stephanie believes that. Yeah. Right. But oh, yeah, none of that as, is true. Yeah, none of that is true. <laughs> as a reader, it's just like, there's no excuse for Jacob's actions. Right, even if, and, she, even if you do love him, he was still it, an absolute asshole to you. Right. It creates such a disconnect between the reader and Bella, mm. who is such 
a relatable character overall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, part of the beauty of Bella, and, like, people love to make fun of her for, like, being a Mary Sue or not having a personality. But, like, we have debunked that. That's not true. Part of the beauty of Bella as a character is that, like, she feels like a pal or, like, Mm -hmm. yourself. She's not a great friend, but, like, you feel like you know her and you really Mm -hmm. do relate to her. And suddenly there's this huge wall where, as a reader, I'm like, Bella, girl. Girl. You can legitimately love Jacob and be mistreated by him. Like, those can go together. They can coexist. Yeah, Mm -hmm. people love people who mistreat them. But for you to not... But for you to basically say he was right all along, the vibe of it is that it legitimizes his actions. Right. Yeah, she doesn't say that in this chapter. But that's definitely the The feeling. Yeah. And this definitely 100% um, encourages the, like, chasing narrative. Like, Mm -hmm. not taking no for an answer. You're just persistent enough. Like, Jacob is just so persistent. He knows better than Bella what Bella wants. Mm -hmm. He hears her say no over and over again. And he insists, if you just kissed me, you would change your mind. And then it works. Which is not. No. So guess what? Fuck you, Stephanie Meyer. works. Fuck you. Fuck you. She's the monster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then you get the, like, lovely little glimpse of, like, the life that they could have together. This entire passage, this spread, these listeners, a fun little um, publishing tidbit for you. A spread is two pages that face each other in a book. (laughs) So this spread would be so beautiful and satisfying and interesting if Jacob had been a compelling love interest. Yes, that's true. That's true. 100%. I was like, right, I was like listening to you describe the scene. I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful if Jacob's a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Not. He's a shitty person. So I'm sure any life they have together will be equally shitty. Imagine how you would feel reading this if part of you did root for Jacob and you were like, oh my oh god, god she's a lovely choice. Him. Right. Yeah. And like Melissa said, like she kind of like does need to imagine this. Like I right? like that she it imagines is necessary. this. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, you are sacrificing things to be with Edward. And one of them is this life that you could have had. Let's Let's read it. For one brief never-ending second, an entirely different path expanded behind the lids of my tear-wet eyes. As if I were looking through the filter of Jacob's thoughts, I could see exactly what I was going to give up, exactly what this new self-knowledge that I love Jacob would not save me from losing. I could see Charlie and Renee mixed into a strange collage with Billy and Sam and LaPush. I could see years passing and meaning something as they passed, changing me. I could see the enormous red-brown wolf that I loved, always standing as protector if I needed him. For the tiniest fragment of that second, I saw the bobbing heads of two small, black-haired children running away from me into the familiar forest. When they disappeared, they took the rest of the vision with them. Which, I, right, this is, this is ultimately a healthy exercise for her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the time. The imagining, not the kissing. (laughs) Right, right. Right. Like, yes, I do think that she should have been thinking about these things much earlier. But like Maya already said, 
she's already decided she's not even yeah. genuinely considering this right now she's right. just like sad about how she won't have it and then quite distinctly i felt the splintering along the fissure line in my heart as the smaller part wrenched itself away from the hole and for a second i was like is that renesme <laughs> part of her that loves jacob you're right again, right is renesme but... what if she like felt like a cramp in that moment? <laughs> it's renesme <laughs> or like you know how some some b period people say that they can feel the moment that they ovulate <gasps> no yeah. some I've people say that, that. Just well, like a, it's I'm like a little ping, they say. Oh, ping! Oh, she like felt a little ping. Oh my god! No! <laughs> um, and Jacob, I think that we need another conversation here, because Jacob is like, "Great, I'm gonna go to the fight, but like, <laughs> I will be back soon. You gave me what I wanted. I will be back soon." But if you'll recall, at the beginning of the chapter, she was like, I'll do anything to make you stay here and not go to the fight. Mm-hmm. But then, then he was like, then he said, well, I could just um, leave it up to fate right. and see what happens in the fight if you give me enough reason to right. not deliberately kill myself. I get that. So he changes the it. premise. But I don't know that I buy that he changes the premise because he's like, I could leave it up to fate unless you give me what I want. And she's like, I'll give you what I want. But that's just him saying, okay, so I won't leave it up to fate. I will come back to you. I no, think that's like him saying, I will leave it up to fate instead of just dying if you do this thing. It's like even worse than it could be. He's not even like, I'll stay if you do this awful thing. I just won't kill myself on purpose if you do this thing that you don't want to do. He's never like, I'll stay if you do this awful thing. I'm just arguing that I think we need another conversation here. Because I think I mean, Bella yes. should then, with her wheels turning, say, right. you know what? I did this awful thing. You now stay. you have to stay. Right. <laughs> but he's never accepted that that's a thing that he would ever do. Like, no, the, previous to it. this whole chapter, he's been like, yeah, even if you asked, I wouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. Which is why he's the worst right. choice he's the whole time. Stay. then he kisses her again and she's like i mean i didn't fight it because you know i'm in this now and then he goes that should have been our first kiss better late than ever and Mm -hmm. and she's just crying which seemingly does not affect him oh he doesn't notice because he's a dumbass i if i I love someone he doesn't give a notice and be like don't cry why do you feel so bad i'm gonna care every single time looks at her and sees whatever he wants to see so she he probably saw her crying and was like tears of joy i am that good of kisser tears of joy (laughs) fucking fuck (laughs) (sighs) Mm, so yeah this whole experience was very maddening i have no memory of what i thought about it as a teen but right now I, I ultimately it. love my decision to not read it. I reject the premise that kissing him made her realize that she loved him all along. Yeah, fuck that. I reject the premise that he was correct. Fuck that. 
I reject that this absolves him of all yeah, the shit that. that he did. Fuck Made this me whole very chapter. angry. Fuck Jacob. Fuck Stephanie Meyer. There we go. Fuck Jacob. I love Bella. I'm Team <laughs> Bella, but fuck Bella. You know what? Girl, like, you should have been like, okay, go die then. Team, get Bella in some fucking therapy. Therapy, yeah. yeah. So yes. that a therapist could tell her, it's not your fault your friend gave you an ultimatum. Right. All right, let's do best, best sentence, worst worst sentence. sentence. <laughs> I've got my worst. Um, I am worst? not going to pick... If I were to pick just, like, Jacob misbehaving, um, which is a gentle way to put it, there would be too many options to choose from. So mm-hmm. I'm going to pick a different worst. This is when Jacob leaves the tent, like, the very moment after. I listened for the sound of his retreating footsteps, but it was perfectly still. No more wind. I could hear morning bird song far away on the mountain and nothing else. Jacob moved in silence now. Um, Jacob moving in silence amongst, like, the birds and the nature and the wind <laughs> is just, like, a racist depiction of, like, this magical indigenous mm. man who's, like, so one with nature that he literally that. moves in silence. Um, mm. So that's going to be my, my worst. Mm. I wonder if I can pick something that is, like, actually writing and not just me being mad. I mean, I just opened this page and I read a sentence that I hate that we kind of already (laughs) talked about, but I'll read it. (laughs) It's my worst sentence. (laughs) And it's the, how will you stop me? He taunted lightly, smiling to take the sting out of his tone. Like, you motherfucker. I won't stop you. I'll tell you to get out of here faster. (laughs) Wait. Like, not only are you taunting, but now you're smiling about it? You (gasps) bitch. (sighs) I think I want to pick the one that I already complained about a lot. Do it. He was too strong to recognize that my hands, trying to yank his hair out by the roots, meant to cause him pain. I just think that's dumb. It's a stupid premise. It is stupid. <laughs> it's not how being strong works. Like your hair roots still. Your hair follicles are feeling. beef as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, my best is the one that I've now read twice. Um, but I do think that this is an incredible sentence. I could see years passing and meaning something as they passed, changing me. That's that's um, fine. That's. Outrageously good. Good job, Stephanie. I will give her one classical illusion. It's not a classical illusion. It's just a reference to an old book, which, you know, she loves. And often I make fun of her for it. Um, But Edward tells Bella that she said, my Jacob in her sleep. And she goes, that's just the way I differentiate. And he he says, differentiate. Between Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Between the Jacob I like and the one who annoys the hell out of me. Which is very succinct and did exactly what an guess illusion what? is supposed to do. They're all the same person. We contain multitudes. <laughs> and I love that line because we know that Jacob is outside listening. And <laughs> I love knowing that he was like, yeah, I'm her Jacob, my Jacob, my Jacob. And then suddenly she's like, oh, no, that's because he's fucking irritating. <laughs> Can just really see him deflate in that moment. Love it. 
Uh, Melissa, do you decline a best? I decline. (laughs) (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) Well, we're very close to the end of this book. It kind of happened all at once to me. Yeah. Suddenly, here we are near the end. Life comes at you fast. We're taking a break after Eclipse, right? We'll take a regular season break, and then I'm so ready for Breaking Dawn. Okay. Email us with questions or comments or rants at twilightphasepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightphasepodcast. Thank you to our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Aaron, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, and Sabine. Wow. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and Twilight Phase Podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. Jacob Black <laughs> belongs only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by me. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite me. Bite.